goddamn it, I think we are fucking live finally. For all you people who are not watching Maroon 5 rock the fucking house on Super Bowl Sunday, hopefully you are with us tonight. This is the Kentucky Podcast Massacre. We're doing something new. Excuse me while I adjust the camera. This is uh, what we like to call our uh, local artist spotlight. And we have with us tonight... What's your name, sir? My name is Brad. I perform as a well-regulated militia. That's right. I'm glad you said that because I had the fucking damnedest time trying to, like, remember if it was organized or regulated. And when you type in a well-organized militia on Facebook looking for you, uh, fucking some weird Aryan Nation group pops up. Yeah, I have uh, no association with uh, the Aryan Nation or any uh, kind of You don't of like the Facebook? Group? No. No. Well, where can people find you usually? We'll do our plugs up top here, and then uh, afterwards we'll do them again just to keep them in people's mind. But do you have a Twitter? No, the only uh, media I have is my Bandcamp page. Okay. And that's a wellregulatedmilitia.bandcamp.com. And you can also find that on our page. I posted the link. Check them out. It's really good shit. So basically I want to uh, give local artists a format to pretty much share their craft. No pun intended with your fucking last name. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to ask, like, what are some of your, like, you know, influences when it comes to a uh, well-regulated militia? I mean, I have a lot of various musical influences, but with this project, it's really uh, stuff like Johnny Hobo and the Freight Trains and Pat the Bunny, mm -hmm. Days and Days, Leftover Crack, Propagandi. Propagandi was good. Oh, hell yeah. Reagan yeah. Youth. Yep. You know. I know a few of those bands. Uh, me and Brad Kraft, for those that don't know, we uh, go way back to the uh, slave to the wage, uh, pretty much busting your ass at the expense of your own fucking mind going to shit warehouse. Uh, I don't know if we could say it or not without uh, getting sued by a billionaire. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Bezos, Bezos. <clears throat> but yeah, we go way back to that. I think we actually met because you were wearing a cramp shirt. And I was like, hey man, badass shirt. And of course, you know, uh, back before social media days, that was actually how you made friends. Right. <laughs> nice shirt, man. Cool. Thank you. But yeah, man, um, leftover cracks really good. I like them a lot. Propaganda, actually, you got me into. So you have a lot of like musical influences, and you can go a lot of different ways with your, uh, you know, musical styling. So why did you choose to go with this? Um, particular style of music first of all what is exactly how would you it, describe it it's uh it's folk punk okay and uh basically a mix of hardcore punk rock with a uh, folk singer songwriter okay so like phil oaks and woody guthrie meets like leftover crack and propaganda awesome you know and uh it's just it's an easy style of music to to get a message out with That's you good. know and, and the political climate that is we have in our country right now there's not a whole lot of artists that I see really saying anything of substance. Not really. It's all materialistic at this point. It's just taken away and distracting from the fact of what's really fucking going on. So that's good, man. You're giving like a, you're giving yourself a way to get the message out there to kids who are tired of hearing about like uh, booty shaking and Maseratis, pretty much. I mean, I like booty shaking and Maseratis as much as oh, the we next all guy. do. But yeah. but you know, it's I felt like these songs needed to be sang. Yeah, you know, that's I true. I recorded the first album just alone in my bedroom right during Trump's election. Not right, really? Right, yeah. As it was going on? Like... Or as like, the votes were coming in? Like, <laughs> in, in, in 
the January month of his inauguration. Okay, when the album okay. was recorded. Most of it was written before and after his yeah. immediate election. And um, it's just, I, I didn't think anybody would be into it. Yeah. I didn't know if anybody would dig it. I just wanted to put those songs out there because I felt like I needed to sing something. You oh, know? yeah. You need to get Music's it out there. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with me and having a podcast. I got all these fucking like uh, serial killers, paranormal, Mothman, Bigfoot, all this shit swirling around in my mind all the fucking time. And I use uh, podcasting Facebook Live as a platform to expel that, exercise the demons. Right. More or less. So that's kind of like what you're doing right now. Right. It's all about creating something positive out of all the chaos. Yeah, yeah. That's you what know. you got to do, really, you know? Right. Exercise your mind, exercise your voice. And that's really fucking good. I can appreciate that a lot. Well, uh, for a lot of people that don't know, uh, me and Brad were in a band that we recorded <laughs> exclusively in the uh, Jeff Bezos fucking mind control warehouse. Uh, we had a band called uh, Testicular Ebola 666 that we exclusively pretty much recorded while we were working, you know, 10 or 12 hours a day. And uh, you can still find that on Bandcamp, uh, yeah, too, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's testicularebola666.bandcamp.com. It's kind of like Anal Cunt meets Naked City meets G.G. Allen. Yep, with uh, just some weird fuckery yep. thrown away in the mix. Very yep. uh, theatrical, <laughs> to say the least. Good we, times, We good did times. a cover of uh, Turbo Negro, I Got Erection. Yeah. Pretty goddamn good. I think I was... Uh, picking at that point when I recorded that and every person that I passed by thought that I was schizophrenic. So that was kind of fun times right there. Oh yes. Fun memories. Yeah. Uh it's kind of funny you mentioned uh G.G. Allen or whatever. We're actually doing an episode tomorrow on G.G. Allen and this is a particular subject that not a lot of people want to touch because of the the subject matter being so misogynistic or scatological or racist. List goes on and on. For those that don't know Gigi Allen, we're going to completely uh, bring him out into the open and uh, expose him like he did himself to so many people back in the fucking 80s and 90s. So, uh, what's your general take on Gigi Allen? Like, do you think that uh, most of his shit was uh, just him trying to be as shocking as possible to get his name out there? Or do you think that he was actually fucking like pretty goddamn comfortable shitting on himself and, and peeing and punching people in the audience. I mean, I think that it definitely was shock value. I think he wanted oh, yeah. to make a statement for sure. But I also think he was probably insane. Yeah. You know, you, the, there's shock value. You know, you have Marilyn Manson. You have, you know, even Chris Brown. No, yeah, yeah. Well, Chris Brown punched women for shock value. But, yeah. I mean, I think he probably liked that too. But, but uh, you know, Gigi Allen, you know, took a shit on stage and threw it into the audience, then ate it. Yeah. Multiple times throughout his career. That's just not, uh, it's not something a sane person does. That's taking it to the max. You know, war, for instance, they have, you know, fake blood and, uh, you know, dismemberment on stage and stuff like that, but they never quite took the turn of uh, shitting, rolling around it, eating it, and throwing it at the audience. It's a, it's a totally different uh, uh, ballpark with, yes. with, with Gigi. Dwayne, how are you doing? You are watching right now. Dwayne from work. You remember Dwayne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sammy Dwayne. Yes. Another old Amazon friend of ours watching right now. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Um, 
Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of weird starting out the the first episode of a completely revamped Kentucky Podcast Massacre with the most one of the most controversial figures who wasn't really a serial killer, Gigi Allen. And I figured like we'd uh, take more of a discussion laden you know approach rather than a fact laden approach. We're gonna throw some facts out there here and there, but Gigi Allen should be more discussed than pretty much like uh. I guess, um, you know, picked apart more or less. He's, he's more of a person to discuss than to completely analyze. I, I agree. I agree. He's, he's a complicated man. He is very complicated, <laughs> but at the same time, he's very simple. He just wants to shove bananas up his butt for the maximum efficiency of potassium, you know? You got to get that potassium, kids. And it's kind of weird because he was kind of ahead of his time because now you got coffee enemas and stuff like that. It's only a matter of time before people start shoving, you know, fruits and vegetables up their ass. Outside for, of pornos. Yeah, you know, for, you know, maximum nutrient absorption. So, a real pioneer, I guess, in that sort, yes. And I think, too, with D.G. Allen, a lot of people look at him and say, you know, why would anyone want to bring attention to D.G. Allen? Mm -hmm. But... I think he's such a fascinating uh, character. Oh, definitely. He definitely, uh, if you take away all the shit, all the piss, all the vomit, all the heroin, all the uh, copious amounts of drinking, all the prostitutes, etc., 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 he uh, definitely, I liked his approach that uh, rock and roll should be uncensored, like no holds barred. But he just took it to another fucking level. Well... Gigi's was also kind of a piece of shit person. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, and when you have a no-holds-barred, uncensored approach and a piece of shit person, it's... Yeah, it's a recipe for disaster. Right. <laughs> but it's 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 also a very fascinating disaster. Yeah. You know, like, a, like any type of serial killer. You know, it's not glorifying the serial killer. It's a fascination with... Yeah. And that's also like uh, the, the new thing going on now is the Ted Bundy tapes, and it's like... It's basically going in full circle again, more or less. Uh, women are finding him to be sexually appealing, same way it was back when he was on trial in Florida. You know? Right. He's sexually appealing all over again. So, I mean, I don't think that if we bring light to Gigi Allen, that women are going to be like, oh, he was so misunderstood. You know, I mean, he was shitting on people because he loved us. I don't think they're going to make a Netflix documentary on him anytime soon. I think they had the one documentary, Hated, by Todd Phillips. Watch it. And that's it, yeah. I told everybody, has a, uh, just a precaution to watch that, and then you'll get a general sense of uh, what we're going to talk about, because that's one of our main, um, that was one of our main focal points for the episode, was that documentary, Hated. Yeah. So... You mentioned like uh, some of your uh, going back to your band, a well-regulated militia, and everything like that. Uh, how many shows have you played? I mean, when was the uh, the the whole? Um, when did you start with a well-regulated militia? I played. I actually played the first show in uh, 2017. Okay. In uh, May, it was like May 17th, I think, at uh, Highlands Tap Room. Oh, that's a good place to start up. And uh, I was open for a guy called uh, Self-Proclaimed Narcissist from Oregon. Mm -hmm. He's on tour from Oregon. And um, it was, I, that was when I put out my first release as a well-regulated militia, the one I was talking about earlier with uh, that I recorded in January before uh, Trump, you know? Yeah, uh, the inauguration or whatever. Yeah, that, that had just recently came out. And um, 
So I showed up, I played my songs, and then I didn't play again till 2018. Okay. Because I, again, I didn't think anybody would like it, and I wasn't really intending to take it anywhere. I got asked if I wanted to play with this guy, Matt Pless. Uh-huh. He's a folk singer. He's He's kind of folk punk, but more just straight folk. It kind of sounds like a young Bob Dylan. Okay. So like Bob Dylan. Dead, Bob, Dylan. Dylan. Bob Dylan meets Green Day. Okay, well, I can't fucking duplicate that shit at all. <laughs> that wouldn't be an American idiot. <laughs> but he's, he's pretty cool. I got asked if I wanted to play a show with him at this uh, DIY art gallery downtown, Open Community Arts Center. Great, oh, okay. great art gallery. Tough crowd? No. Oh, uh, really open? That's cool. I, I, they were very open. Awesome. And uh, <laughs> I was about to kind of stop doing full punk, but... Uh, one of the bands was running late, and they said, hey, just play till they get there. And I ended up playing for an hour. Oh, I, shit. I pulled a set out of my ass. A lot ass. of people don't fucking get that uh, that and, amount of time. Yeah, I was. I had a 20-minute set prepared. Oh, and okay. they were like, just play till they get there. It shouldn't be longer than that. material? Yeah. That. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I have, I've written a lot of songs and released a lot of music. Mm-hmm. You know, with the well-regulated, I have uh, two EPs, two full lengths, and a host of unreleased songs I have a new album awesome so and your songs are usually generally uh what are they like a minute or two minutes long usually about two minutes long okay that's a good thing it's a uh, very different than our uh testicular Ebola days of having like a 40 40 se- second yeah, song, 40 yeah. second songs and shit like that that's awesome though man did you Thanks, get man. like um did you were you received pretty much overall pretty well yeah I think a lot of people li- I was surprised mm-hmm. you know a lot of people were coming up saying hey I like what you were doing I enjoyed the set you know, that's good shit. And uh, I ended up getting asked to play a few more shows, and I started playing out once every once a month or once every two three months throughout 2018. Awesome, awesome. And uh, culminating in Pig Fest, which took place at the Mammoth. It's a, a D, another DIY venue off uh, I think 13th Street downtown. I never heard of that at all. It's uh, I'd never heard of it until uh, Pig Fest actually. Huh. But uh, it's kind of an artist space. And it was all outdoors. It was an outdoor punk festival. Is that the one from the promo pic that you sent me? Yes. yes. Awesome, awesome. And I uh, actually got to play with uh, the former vocalist of Reagan Youth. Oh, sweet. Was uh, performing there as well. And uh, so that was that was a highlight for sure. Oh, fuck yeah, man. That's really good. That's really good. Uh, Louisville's like music scene pretty much. Uh, has always been kind of like uh, you know the slam dance kind of music, the hardcore type of music, and all that shit basically sounds the fucking same. So you coming out with this particular style and genre of music, it's kind of like a breath of fresh air. Thank and you. I think a lot of people can like you know glom onto that and appreciate that rather than just kind of falling in line with what you know seventeen and eighteen year olds think is fucking cool and in at the moment. You know, synchronized fucking. Uh, clicking your heels up, borderline fucking, uh, kicking fucking people in the face that's not even fucking trying to get him in the, in the mosh pit type of shit. Hardcore right. dancing, I have a big fucking problem with it, but... No karate in the mosh pit. No, no, get that shit out of here. If you can it's initiate insane. people to dance, or waltz, or fucking anything that's other than two-step, I think you're going in the right fucking direction. I don't know how people dance or interact at your shows particularly. Hopefully they do a nice little fucking Irish jig. That'd be pretty badass. <laughs> I've actually had people mosh once. Really? Yes. That's and sweet. it was strange because it's all acoustic music. Yeah. And, you know, you don't mosh to Woody Guthrie or 
you know? I guess it's whatever your body wants to do whenever you hear yeah. the fucking music. I, I, I was into it, though. I yeah. was into it, for sure. That's good shit. I like seeing, like, a crowd interaction. I don't like just seeing, like, fucking just stone-faced people staring at you. you I know, agree. Do I something, agree. you know? Fucking kiss the person next to you, even if you don't know them. <laughs> fucking slap fucking, you know, Henry Gruffries in the balls next to you, whatever. You know, just do something. Don't just stand there, you know, or pick your nose or whatever. So that's awesome, man. I think you really are kind of like uh, on the right path, really. Well, thanks. You got anything thanks. Uh, anything lined up live-wise, or is the weather too fucked up for you? Uh, I only have one, sh <laughs> I have one show set up so far in 2019. Okay. Uh, I'm probably not going to play live as much this year as I did last year. Okay. I'm going to record some other projects as well. But uh, the show is March 6th, I believe, at Open Community Arts Center. Awesome. Uh, with Out of System Transfer on tour from New York. Mm -hmm. So come out. It's $5. I'll be playing with Grandma's Boys and the Scaredy Cats. Grandma's Boys and the Scaredy Cats. Who are, they, they used to be Pizza Life Crew. They just changed their name. Oh, shit. They're, they're amazing. I don't know why you would do that for Pizza Life Crew, the Grandma's Boys. Shit. But, I mean, hell yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the they're, 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 they're a real talented uh, uh, group of young men. So Awesome, awesome. What type of music do they kind of play? Um... It's it's folk, but it's more uh, ukulele based, mellow. Okay. It, it's, it's the kind of music to put you in a good mood. You throw a mandolin in there, man. You got yourself a nice <laughs> nice Saturday night or whenever the fuck it falls on. Well, that's awesome, man. Um, you're a solo act, pretty much. Have you thought about kind of incorporating any other um, musical instruments or a second vocalist? I, I have, but it's so hard to recreate live because mm -hmm. it's so hard to get people together to rehearse. That's true. And uh, I just never ended up doing it. Maybe like uh, when you record like uh, you know, the new album or whatever, you throw in like just a guest vocalist or, or something like that. Just kind of like fucking keep people on their toes, surprise people. No. Well, the next album will definitely be a surprise if you've heard my music before. Oh, good shit. Good so, shit. We look forward so. to it. You can find them on Bandcamp. Is there yes. like a particular price for your album? No, everything is pay what you want. Uh, I appreciate donations. If you want to pay, pay me, but it, it's available for free if that's your bag, too. That's awesome. So. That's awesome. Uh, have you heard of the local band called Anwar Sadat? I have not. You have not heard of them? Um, I haven't heard from them in a while. Uh, hopefully, they're still doing stuff, but they're very open to um, you know collaborating, doing live shows with uh, new emerging artists and everything like that. Their particular type of music isn't necessarily folk. It's almost like uh, an early skinny puppy type of fucking sound without being too fucking industrial. But it's a good friend of mine, Shane. He was in the band called Iron, which was my favorite local band back in like the uh, early to mid 2000s. So hopefully he's still doing stuff because I think like if you got on a, a show with him or something like that, I think it would just like tear the fucking place down. I don't, I don't know if it. he works in the art shows or anything like that, but I think he'd probably be open to it. He's kind of like a, a centric, artsy type of fella, so... I'm down. I'm down. I'm interested. Awesome, sure. awesome, man. Uh, anything else you want to say? Uh, no, thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, no problem, watching. No thanks problem. for listening. Yeah, like I said, we're going to do this shit every fucking week. Uh, just a local artist showcase between us actually recording episodes on the Kentucky Podcast Live, which is now a uh, bi-weekly uh, podcast. Uh, we're going to have uh, this... Facebook Live Artist Showcase every week, and then we'll have the audio version ripped for you within a day or two on our page. 
But uh, you have a song to perform for us tonight, right? Yes, yes, I do. All right. Yeah. Let me get off camera. You get your stuff, and I will leave the floor to you. You can start whenever you're ready. All right, everybody, this is Brad Kraft with a well-regulated militia. What is the name of your song? Uh, this is a new one. It's on the album that's supposed to be out in May. Uh, the song's called Open for Business. It's about uh, mountaintop removal mining, which is a type of strip mining where they blow the top off a fucking mountain, send people down inside, Fuck and then yeah. dump all the shit uh, in somebody's backyard. It's pretty fucked up. All right. So, uh, Fire at will whenever you're ready. Let me make sure I'm in tune here. Stood so tall in front of me An Appalachian mountain range Beautiful, surreal, and strange But the ugliest thing I've ever seen Cleared a mountain in front of me And I think my heart skipped a beat It cleared way nearly 800 feet Cause I'm home, I'm home And I'm home, I'm home For the sanctity of the land for which I care. For which I do. Slurry flow, there's one thing you should know We can put an end to this if we band together and resist And this cannot be justified So don't give up your land or pride Stop those machines in their tracks Turn those motherfuckers right on back Cause I'm on the And the fire that's in the air We'll fight on our hearts and we'll fight for the safety of the land for which we care. For which we do. Thank you, thank you. Good fucking shit. And that was an exclusive taste, wasn't it? Yes. Awesome. Yes, the song's not available uh, yet, but the album, which uh, is tentatively titled Ghost Music, should have uh, only eight songs on this one. That's uh, right. In the process of recording, but it should be out uh, towards the end of May. Awesome shit. So check so that shit out. You.
Uh, it was an honor. It was a pleasure seeing you again, having you on. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Glad Great to see to be that here. you were fucking expanding on your musical venture <laughs> in life. Awesome Appreciate shit. it. I hope to check you out live one day, man, if I ever get the chance, you know? Yeah, I'll hit you up. Like Definitely. I said, I have the one show planned for this year so far. Okay. But uh, I'll let you know as, as things come. And all my shows will be posted on my Bandcamp page. All right. Uh, it's under the tab Artist Bio. I don't have a bio. I just have a list of shows. Awesome. Well, you send me the link, man. I will put it on uh, TKPM's uh, Facebook page. And I will keep people updated on any type of new developments that you have, man. Well, thank you. Thank, thanks for having me. No and problem. Thanks no to everybody problem. out there for watching and listening. All right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, my dad's watching right now. My oh. wife is watching right now. Oh. My friend Rob Ford from Mass. He's a cool dude. He's watching. I hope everybody enjoyed it. We'll put this Hopefully. on the uh, TKPM Facebook page for y'all to watch at your own discretion. Uh, check it out. And of course, we'll have that audio rip for you within a couple of days. And make sure to listen to our upcoming Gigi Allen episode. It should be a uh, mismatch of shit fuck and uh, just fuckery all around, pretty much. Full blast fuckery. Yes, full blast fuckery. So wear your ponchos, fuckers, and get your hepatitis shots. Because it's going to be a fucking interesting show. But I am your host. Uh, Sean Wolf Party Martin from Kentucky Podcast Massacre. This has been Brad Kraft with a well-regulated militia. Fuck yeah, I got it right. Yeah. And uh, thank you all for tuning in. Y'all have a good night. Enjoy this fucking weather if you live in Louisville. And uh, shit, I don't know. It's Super Bowl, so go Rams. Yeah, I mean, Maroon 5's off. So. Yeah, Maroon 5, so that's good. So. Yeah, it's safe to watch now. All right, everybody. <laughs> have a good night.